This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Hello. Hey, hey. Welcome Hello. to. <laughs> you guys are always jumping in before I introduce you. <laughs> well, that's because we need no introduction at this point. Well, I mean, I suppose we do. Well, a I little do. one. A little one. Can I continue? You may. Yes, you may. <laughs> Welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Our show is serious about style, not so serious talk. Every week we discuss something about style and fashion and we aim to break down barriers, debunk style myths and impart a modicum of wisdom. So um, let me introduce you to your host this week, same as every week and they're obviously raring to go, but Bruce Flammer, owner of Michael Bruce Image Consulting and style expert. Hey, hey. Uh, Beck Raillier, our sensational stylist, travel enthusiast, and thrift culture countess. Hello. Stacy, our resident <laughs> raconteur and pop culture princess. Why, thank you. <laughs> and I'm Pamela, image consultant, style savvy, music loving, Brit transplant. There we go. Hi. Introduction's <laughs> done. done. All right, Beck, what's in the news this week? So in the news this week, uh, the BET Awards were last night. And so there were some Looks. actual fashion gems. Yes. Well, some were, you know, some were good, like Sierra in that rhinestone jumpsuit. You never the look at her and boots. think, oh, she just had a baby. Yeah. I yeah. hate her, but love her. <laughs> you know, local girl. And I have to say, even Queen Latifah, just in that cape, she looked so <gasps> regal, like... I thought. Stunning. Was yeah. that just stunning mm -hmm. on her? I just love her anyway, yeah, though. So. Me too. Sierra looked but, like you know, a microphone. earrings that she had going on. I was like, you go, queen. Yeah, well, she looked absolutely. amazing. My only thing that I didn't love about her outfit was the striped tights underneath it or socks that she was wearing was a little bit witchy. Everything else it, was on point, but I don't know why those Tom tights Brown. were there. Like, yeah. you know, like how yeah, Tom Brown does the socks that are like, yeah. you know, but I'm like, no, no, I don't think so. But, I know, but that's yeah. me and like the details. I was just like, oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> There were a couple looks that were a little questionable, though. I have to say, Lil Nas X, I'm not quite sure what the pants situation was. With Okay, um, I liked with... that. I would okay. like a pair right. of pants that are like a ball gown type thing. I'm supposed <laughs> have to, to have say... a wide leg. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. You don't want to look like a triangle. Um, and, you know, the goatee dress that Megan the Stallion wore left very little to the imagination. So I just think, God love her that she could pull it off, because I don't yeah. know that I would. But, you know, looking at Cardi B with her big belly showing, I think body conscious was sort of the um, order of the day last night. And yeah. I think the coolest thing was the way that Zendaya wore the modified Versace dress that Beyonce, Beyonce. wore in 2003 as a nod. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Here's what I will say about the BET Awards. Yes. I appreciate no. that everyone that went, I looked at some of those looks spelled L-E-W-K-S. <laughs> And was like, I could not do that. And yet the fact that it's like, this is my body or this is like who mm -hmm. I am and who the I power am, yeah. in yeah. like the look and the body and unapologetic and present and proud. And I'm like. And just bold. I think bold. whether yeah. you, know, you like it or not, there was nothing boring. Nobody really no. played it safe. I think that was kind of cool, you know, yeah. a little bit more exciting than some of the other award shows that we've seen this year. Yeah. So bravo to the BET Awards. They showed out. It was awesome. Right on. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got going on today? 
All right. Well, today we are welcoming a guest on our show. Today with us, we have Leslie Page Smith. She is a jewelry designer here in the PNW. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to the show, Leslie. A little bit about Leslie. Leslie is well known in the industry for her unique collection of extraordinary jewelry. Um, don't want to give too much away because we've got lots of questions for Leslie when we get started in a moment. Um, but Leslie wasn't always a jewelry designer. She has um, an interesting backstory to you know her journey into jewelry design so we'll get to that in a, in a second but welcome to the show Leslie. Thank you so much for having me I'm happy to be here. We're very happy to have you here so as I mentioned um, there's a little bit of a backstory to where you started you weren't always a jewelry designer. Um, I'm privy to that information because you and I have spoken but the rest of the team aren't I've kept it a surprise from them so um, so let's pardon I said, Leslie's going to share with us. Yeah. So, um, my first question is, what in, what inspired you to change careers? Obviously, you can let everybody know what your previous career was and what that inspiration was to move into jewelry design. Um, well, previously, I was a pastry chef. Ah. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would surprise you all. <laughs> my wow. two favorite things. I know. I and Pastries and jewelry can please, yes. Hedonism, yes. Um, I um I was a pastry chef for a couple of decades, and um I come from a very creative family, and I loved um, you know, pastry compared to cooking, there's a lot of preciseness and there's rules, and I tend to skirt rules, but I also like to head and know where my boundaries are. So um I you know, my medium was pastry and sugar. And after doing that for a couple of decades and teaching about it and writing about it and talking about it, um, I, it's, it's a little heartbreaking when you work on something for like three days, such as a wedding cake, and it takes people 20 minutes to devour it. And you're just like, oh, you have no idea how much work went into that art for me. <laughs> so after being on my feet for years, um, I finally thought I need to figure out what I'm going to do with the rest of my life that I don't have to be on my feet, but still get to create. And um, I had a very specific idea for a design that I had never seen on the market. I actually really just wanted it for myself and Mm. searched high and low. Um, I'm a dog with a bone. And if it's out there, I'll find it. And I couldn't find this specific design. And so I decided to start designing it myself. And it has it has taken on a life and uh, you know uh, energy of its own. Um, I I set rings, I set stones vertically on a band, and it's called a perch setting. And this is an extremely saturated market, the jewelry industry. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to even want to participate, it had to be to participate with something completely different than anybody else was doing. So with this design of a perch ring, I've sort of, it's evolved into this energy and world of its own. And it's a very powerful setting and it it takes a very confident person to wear it and embrace it because you can't wear a ring that sticks up off your hand 
um, without somebody asking you about it. And it's like the best conversation starter. And so you meet people and people come in and out of my life because they see what's on my finger or on my neck and they want, they're, they're intrigued because it's different. And I love it. This is why I did it. Sounds awesome. So before we dig into, you know, the rest of the jewelry portion of it. So, you know, was the transition from pastry chef to jewelry designer a difficult one? And, you know, how did you navigate that and what was involved in learning that new skill set? Um, it's well, it's it's definitely a huge learning curve. Um, I because I'm trained in pastry, um, I'm not trained as a jewelry manufacturer. Um, I actually um, changed a lot of my life all at once, my career, where I lived, who I lived with, I mean, everything. Um, Moved to Portland, to the Pacific Northwest, um, in a place where I thought um, not only could I afford to start this new venture, but I felt um, a little... Uh, like I had more space in my life to do it. And um, I found a remarkable partner. Her name is Beth Wagner and she does my manufacturing and she can see inside my head when I come up with these crazy ideas. I want to do a bracelet that has real working screws and she can sense, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. So um, having her in my life has really helped with that learning curve. And I've learned so much from her and and, um, yeah, you know, having a really lovely partner to help me navigate that transition has been really amazing for me and for so, her, I hope. <laughs> okay. So, you know, you have the idea, but, and she can read your mind, but where do you get your inspiration from when you are coming up with design ideas? Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's really self-centered. I come up with ideas, of things <laughs> that I want for myself, you know, and, it, and it's if all about I, you. I love it. Yeah, it's about me. I um, And once, you know, I started on this path of doing something so unique, it's sort of how this has evolved. Um, I, I do come from pastry and a very creative design family. And so there's the, you know, the ethos of design and staying within your style, which is not a difficult thing for me. And, um, and my inspiration is comes from a few different things. One is taking this original design and how can I, how can it evolve? How can it grow? Where does it want to go next? I, so mm-hmm. I do this perch setting and then I had the idea to put halos around it in, in a way that, um, you know, rings with halos, diamond halos in our history um, especially in our most recent history, they add diamond halos to make a stone look bigger or for the presentation to be more dramatic, like on a cocktail ring. Well, with the way my rings are set to put a halo on it, I put it on the edge. So they face straight up instead of facing around the stone. So it just adds another dimension and element to this 3D design. And it really makes sense that it grew in that direction. So it's almost as if my my inspiration comes from the pieces itself and where else can, what else makes sense for their growth, for nice. their evolution? Right. Well, you're talking to a couple of people who like a good cocktail ring. So uh, <laughs> no, okay. two people that like a good cocktail ring. Totally obsessed. Well, Bruce likes them too. He doesn't wear them, but he likes them. I don't wear them, them. but I like them. <laughs> 
I love a good cocktail ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm totally obsessed with the rings. And uh, why don't we take a really quick break? And then when we come back, then I can fangirl all over you. Um, <laughs> you're listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with our guest, Leslie Page Smith. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered working with an image consultant or stylist, but were worried about what the experience would be like? If that sounds like you, then Michael Bruce Image Consulting is here to help. They've worked with thousands of people, and many of those individuals have shared their experiences by way of style stories. Go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com slash style stories and check out what their delighted clients have to say about their experiences. Welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. I am Stacey Heller. As always, I'm joined by Bruce, Pamela, Beck, and today, special guest, Leslie Page Smith. She is a former pastry chef, current um, jewelry designer, all-time artist and creator. And during the break, we were talking about uh, the various designs um, and series that you have and collections, and I'm obsessed with the yes, the perch strings because I like a statement, but the bezeled collection with the pearls. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> oh my! This is lost oh for words. That's something new. I know. <laughs> like lately on the show, I've been totally fangirling over about like these things, and you know the pearls. But today is no different. <laughs> today is no different, and I love what you've done. They um they remind me of some jewelry that I love from weirdly a designer in Maine. Um, and I love the little like almost cage around the pearls and mm-hmm. this idea that is like something that is from nature is also contained. Like where'd your inspiration come from for that? Um, well, you know, I, I was um, at a gem show and came across these pearls and I had really, really wanted to do a perch ring with a pearl. Part of the design of the perched ring is that um, it highlights the back of the stone as well as the front. And sometimes the back of stones are even more beautiful. They um, can be almost a completely different color. And I love the, if the back of the stone sticks out far, I even like that better. So there's like a balance in the perch and nothing would say that better than a pearl. And um, I love pearls. Um, They can be so traditional, which I, you know, I love classic elements, but these are 16 millimeter Baroque pearls. So not only are they massive, (laughs) but they're imperfect. And I think the beauty lies in our imperfections. I don't- Yeah, it makes it more interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I can't imagine why anybody wants to look alike. I don't know why anybody wants to have the same haircut as somebody else or the same version of of the same outfit. I I really think our beauty lies in our imperfections and our differences. And so these imperfect pearls to me are even more perfect. And um, I came across these 16 millimeter Baroque pearls and we did our first perched ring with it. And 
the perch rings all have these really beautiful bezels that are as pretty on the outside or on the back as the front because there is no intended back or front mm -hmm. and in throughout the entire bezel collection. And so it really lends itself to not have a right or wrong side. Now, because they are imperfect and they're Baroque, they are not perfectly round. And we are, we are setting them in a round bezel. So they actually have a pin through the pearl that holds it suspended. And if you take a good look at it, there's gaps between the pearl and the bezel. So they're literally floating in the bezel. And to me, it just, it was such a simple, classic twist. And in this in our modern days with Kamala Harris, this extraordinary woman as our vice president that wears pearls as a show mm -hmm. of power and solidarity and sisterhood. And then we also have Harry Styles wearing pearls. I mean, just it's a time to have that luminescent classic thing with twists and just kind of pulling our history forward to a new age is sort of how I see the whole thing. And then when taking that and putting a diamond halo around it, just it sort of like you asked where my inspiration was, it sort of told me that's what it wanted. It's like, <laughs> it's like, we think this, you know, the, the perch pearl ring was the first one. And it sort of said, we're really happy with the simplicity that we are, but let's take this up a notch with another classic element of a diamond halo. Mm -hmm. And then we just finished the all pearl necklace, which is 16 millimeter pearls with each one in a gold floating in a gold bezel with a contemporary round diamond um, clasp, which mirrors the round bezels so it the class should be worn wherever it falls and so it's sort of this massive playful version of a classic pearl necklace so yeah i'm really glad you guys like those they're just the pearls are now my current obsession oh it's so good now I see um, when I was looking, sorry, Stacey, to no, interrupt please, you, but when no. I was looking at that and you took the classic lines, you know, there is definitely a modernism to it. But mm -hmm. for me, being a Brit, you know, I look at that and it has, it reminds me of kind of the crown jewels, you know, that kind of yeah. stone set in diamonds on top of a crown. It just has this regalness about it, mm -hmm. which I really love. But um, I know Stacey's a massive fan of pearls. Um, I love your puzzle ring. I know it's different from the perch sets, but yeah, yeah the puzzle ring, what was the inspiration behind that? Um, I, I love the puzzle ring too. Thank you for bringing <laughs> it up, Pamela. You know, there's a whole collection based on the puzzle rings. Um, I've always really liked geometric shapes. Um, mm. When I did cakes, I did square cakes because I always like to do the classic, but with a little bit of a twist and change it up a little bit. And um, when my you know, my brother turned, I think maybe 21. My mother and I gave him the Cartier rolling band, you know, in the tri tones of gold. It's this classic linked ring. So it sort of started as my ode to Cartier, but as them being linked. But they also needed to be a little different. And I love squares and the way um, that ring lays on your finger, it actually is sort of magical because when you twist it onto your finger, it can lay completely flat, 
but if you loop it on and leave one band in the middle out, it will lay across your finger as a statement ring. And those, oh, wow. so I love options. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, wow, that's really cool. So it's it's it gives you options. We've taken that puzzle ring, which the original is five bands. Um, when we We'll either do it with one band of diamonds or one thicker band of a different tone of gold, say rose or white. So as it laces through um, on your finger, there's a element that peaks out and changes every time you put it on. And then, of course, we do that ring in all five bands of diamonds. We do it for men where it's a bulkier version. I I've, saw that. Love I've it. done a beautiful one for an interior designer in Texas for a man that is has a massive band with black diamonds, a massive band with white diamonds, and then a white gold uh, matte band. That's really beautiful too. So it lends itself to so many options and personalizing. I love to have my clients in, you know, um, collaborate with me and tell me what, what they like most. You, you know, what make it their own. Everybody should have their own personal touch on it well i have I just two feel like i should have one of each i know <laughs> yeah i, I have, love it i have two follow-up questions uh to that one is the designer uh single and interested in women because if he can afford that then i kind of need to get to know him because maybe he'll buy me one um <laughs> and then my second like real question is so for people that are listening aka myself let's say you have grandma's old set of pearls and you're like okay, you know, I want grandma's pearls and everything, but I do want to update them. Is that something that you can, can people bring you um, their stones and their pearls? And will you work with them on that? Oh, absolutely. I think that upcycling is, some, you know, another a responsible sourcing method. Mm. Um, we all, if we're lucky, we all have some treasure in our jewelry box that was passed down to us or given to us as a gift that may not quite be our style anymore. Or well, maybe it's an old engagement ring and you're not with that person anymore. And you can, <laughs> you know, we can, I have done many a perched solitaire for the middle finger with an old diamond. Oh my um, gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and you know, I love doing that. As a matter of fact, um, Mario's um, in Portland uh, has quite a bit of my collection and the jewelry expert there, um, her name is Molly Park. We are in the process of putting together an upcycle event in the store. So they'll be able to invite their clientele to bring in jewelry that they love elements of it, but they mm -hmm. may want a fresh, a fresh style or something that they have more of a hand designing. And I love doing that. I actually had an intern last semester from U of O. She's a product design major and we collaborated. I had her collaborate on a piece with me, which was so much fun. And she really got a sense of the line and um, it's on Instagram. It's this beautiful, we used the pearls. It's this beautiful pearl and turquoise drop earring with um, white topaz and gold. It's, it's stunning. And it really stayed in line with the collection. And I also got to have this really talented young woman create something that she can show the rest of her life in her portfolio that she did this. And she's, you know, I love doing that too. That sounds is there awesome. any chance, oh, is there any chance that your stuff's going to be carried at the Mario's in Seattle? 
It has been in Mario's in Seattle. You obviously can request things up in Seattle. Um, Mario's has that amazing like uh, iPad thing that they can scroll through and show mm-hmm. you what's available at all the Mitchell stores. So um, stuff goes in and out of that store all the time. Um, over the holidays, they had a uh, ring bar. And so they had quite a few pieces. I know that most of those pieces are back in Portland, but anytime you want to go into Mario's in Seattle and request there, they can get it to you there the next day to see anything. Nice. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of stuff going on. That sounds really awesome about your stuff in Mario's, but what does the rest of the year and going forward look like for you? Um, it's, you know, coming out of this crazy time, um, you know, I'm getting back to work. I'm getting back on the road. I love to do trunk shows and meet with people. So I'm back at that. Um, cool. I'm doing a really amazing trade show in New York in August. I'm excited about that. And just, you know, keep letting the collection speak to me to where it wants to go and just keep moving forward. Love it. Love that. Okay. So we have to start winding up here. If people want to learn more about you and your jewelry, I know you have an Instagram page that is Leslie Page, and it's spelled P-A-I-G-E, jewelry. Uh, that's your handle. And then your website, maybe let people know how else they can find you. Um, yes, absolutely. My website is Leslie Page, P-A-I-G-E, jewelry.com. So, um, and if anybody has questions about upcycling or maybe collaborating on a piece for themselves, just reach out to me through either DM on Instagram. I actually answer all of those (laughs) and, or reach out to me on my website. Um, Yes, I, you know, I'm happy to work with people and share these designs that sort of have created themselves through me. Love it. So awesome. We're all fans of Leslie Page jewelry for sure. Thank Love you it. so much, Ruth. Thank I appreciate it. And thank you so much for having me on the show. This has been so much fun. Absolutely. It's been pleasure to have you. That was great. If you want to know more about Michael Bruce Image Consulting, then you can go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Michael Bruce IC. And um, check it out. Also, make sure that you listen to other episodes of Wisdom from the Wardrobe. You can find them on your favorite podcast platform. Did I All miss right. anything, guys? You didn't no, miss anything. That's it. All right. Gosh, it goes by so quickly. Thanks again for being on the show, Leslie. We'll see everybody next time. Thanks, Thank Leslie. You so see you guys. Bye. Bye. If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.